Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my friends. Before Good morning. It's B is it's B I G L U C H E. Put the accent on the E and the U and the C. She added it the L got it. Put the accent on the L. It's low shit. It's just, say, I don't say it in any language you want to. It's always gonna be low shit. It's me. Hello. Good morning and welcome back to a very special episode of motherfucking hanging. Motherfucking hanging. Motherfucking hanging with the motherfucking crew. And this episode is about Wiley did ever sing God praise. I forgot the rest of the words. The rest of the words. But no. Bit motherfucker. Motherfucker, I came home. I came home. You gonna hear? You gonna hear you gonna hear in the intro song about how I came home, motherfucker. Real talk, you know what I'm saying? Really awesome, really. So uh for I've if you if you're an avid listener of this podcast, you know that I am a graduate of the Wiley College, located, you know, Wiley College founded in 1873. This March marks 150 years in its existence. You know what I'm saying? I am a, I am a grad. I am a HBCU grad. And over the and over this past year, some of my close friends, some of the people that help help, you know, that helped me with like some of my close friends have been on this podcast. Shout out my nigga Mike and shout out motherfucker Ice. Shout out. Motherfucker Mike B. You know what I'm saying shout out my uh shout out my dog, my teacher Slang Dini, aka Dr. Hardy. More, more former Wale to be on it, be on here very, 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 very soon. But I don't think I've told you guys the actual story of how I became a Wale. And most likely. And my story is kind of like very, very unique, not really unique when it comes to the HBCU I went to. So let me explain. I, I, um, I'm from Port Arthur, Texas, right? I'm from Texas. So, you know what I'm saying? My whole life, um, I've only known about, I've only, well, my whole life, I've only known three schools. What's four? Well, five, five, five colleges, five things in college growing up up until like I was like six, like really five colleges I had the choice to go to. Okay, there was, there's uh, University of Houston, there's Lamar State College, Port Arthur, it's like a trade school, there's um, Lamar University in Beaumont, uh, we used to always go to the football games there, and as far as HBCUs go, there's Preview and there's Texas Southern. So from the ages of like seven to like sixteen, like those are the really like college. Those are what I those are what I presumed were my options. 
going into college. Up until 11th grade. Up until 11th grade. So 11th grade, I got into the GAP program. Um, I forgot, my, I forgot the, the GAP program. The GAP program was the Graduation Assistance Program. And so what that program was is they would take me and like some other kids on field trips to other colleges colleges and we ended up we we ended up going to one of the first times I went was to uh the first time I went was to Wiley the second time the yeah yeah the first the first the first college I went visited was Wiley uh Shaman and Marlin he had graduated a year he had graduated uh, he had graduated like six months prior and then he showed us around the whole campus he's a freshman and stuff but we walked around the whole campus and we seen it, and it was fun. And then we went to another college. I think we went to Texas. I don't, I don't know if we went to like Dillard or like Texas College. But the graduation program, like every two we every other Saturday for like a whole school year, we would go to colleges. And we would go to colleges around Texas. Like we went to UT one year. We went to Houston Tillerson in the same like in the same day. We went to Texas College. We went to Dillard. We went to Jarvis. We went to Dillard and Jarvis and. Uh, of course, we went to Texas Southern. Of course, we went to Prairie View. Of course, we went. We went to basically a bunch of schools in Texas and a very and very uh, a couple, like probably two in Louisiana. And so and so doing, I always went because it got me interested in. It gave me more options in college. Now, when now I didn't think about college until. Um, Probably like no, no, my senior came up and I didn't. I started thinking about college, but I didn't apply to college about to the last six months. Colleges until the last six months. So, I I applied to U of H, didn't get in. I applied to Texas Southern for some reason, didn't get in. Well, I I, I applied for some reason, didn't get in. I applied to Preview. I went. I even went during the summer. I even went. To like, there was like this little, um, this little orientation for people, or something like I forgot what it was, in like 2012 that I went to, like in April, and like they mailed me back that I didn't get in. Uh, I didn't want to go to Lamar State College for all because I just didn't. I didn't want to go to Lamar PA because I feel like I didn't want to be home. <laughs> I just, I didn't have no number one. I had no car. Number one, I, I was still be living with my mama. And like, I, oh, I applied to Lamar University and I didn't get in. So, like, one day, this was like a month before graduation, a couple weeks before prom. Like, I told my mom, I was like, Ma, you know what? I think, I think, I think I don't need, I, I said, I, I don't need to go to college right away. Right away. But I didn't say right away. I said, I don't need to go to college. I can stay here for a year, get a job, work up, get some money, get an apartment, and then like after a year, like I could try, I could try college. Could, I could see if like I could go to college, and, and like we was in the car, and my mom, with no hesitation, looked at me, and said the most vulgar thing I've ever heard in my life. And if you listen to my, and if you listen to my podcast, like I've said this multiple times. But she looked looked at me and she was like, "You gotta be the you gotta be the stupidest nigga I've ever heard." 
Real talk. She was like, you gotta be, you gotta be stupid. She was like, no, you're going, she was like, you're going to college. And I'm like, mama, I didn't apply to all of them. All of them. And they said no. And she was like, she was like, there's way more colleges you can apply for. And so we applied. And so we applied to we applied to North Texas. Well, we applied to North Texas. I didn't get in, but we started looking at colleges within my my GPA field. All I needed to get in. So I applied to uh shit. I applied to a couple more. But I rem- it was like June. It was like two weeks after I graduated. And we had applied and we didn't get in. And my mom was like, is there any is there any other colleges you visited with the Gap program? And I was like, I mean, the first one I visited was Wiley. And she was like, well, apply. she was like, well, let's apply there. So we applied. We applied to, like, I, I say this, I, I mean this for real. We applied to Wiley at 11.30 in the morning. I'm recording this right now at 11.47 a.m. We applied to Wiley 10 years ago, July. We applied to Wiley at 11.30 a.m. Literally at one, um, at literally at almost two o'clock, my mom got a phone call from Wiley and they literally told her, this is everything he's going to need to be able to be a student. Literally. literally lit- so like we applied at 11.30 and not even... Like let let less than three hours later, she got a call and they was like, "Yo, well we accept well sent." They was like, are, "Are you the mother of such and such? And, are you the mother of Ronald Richmond?" They was like, "Yes." She was like, "Yes." She was like, "Well, if you fax us these things, he'll be accepted, and as soon as we accept him, we will call you with the things he's gonna need to f- properly enroll. We enroll, get his get everything together." move into his dorm, all of that, like that. And I I thought, I was like, I, and immediately I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was going to college instantly. Instantly I was going to college. Um, I was going to college. So like, and the two most excited people in this whole ordeal was my mom and me. Like, and when I say my mom, like, I'm talking about superbly excited because, well, my Aunt Paula, my Aunt, my Aunt Paula, my Aunt Paula, my Aunt Paula, like that, that, yeah, yeah, she was excited. But every, like, all of my other family members was like, was like, where is it? They was like, where is it? They was like in Marshall. They was like, in Marshall? Like, way over there? And they wasn't sure. Like, they really wasn't sure, like, if I could handle, like, I'm very, I'm very much a sheltered kid. So they really wasn't sure that I could handle being like like a kid in the middle of nowhere, and you know what I'm saying. You know, so I remember my, one of my aunties, my uh, one of my cousins, like my cousin, like couple, like my cousin and like my auntie asked me, like, you ain't want to go to TSU or Preview or Lamar University, and I was like, I applied, they didn't accept me. They didn't accept it. They was like, well, that's strange. They usually, they normally accept the more students. You're great. Yeah, my grades is cool. Yeah, my grades are bad. They ain't bad. They just didn't accept me. 
didn't accept me. But like my auntie, my Apollo was just like, I went to my auntie was just like, nephew, I went to Jarvis, your other auntie went to Dillard. We did. I went to Jarvis, your other auntie went to Dillard. Like we we have people who have went to SWAC conference schools. Don't worry about them. It was like like don't don't worry don't 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 worry about none of that. You go and you you go you get your experience and you finish. And so, long story short, decade ago, I made freshman in Wiley College, and like I I will, you know it it. I could go on and on about this experience and what it means to me, like how it helped me, how it shaped me, how it molded me. But I'm here to tell y'all, my story ain't the most, ain't unique. When I got to Wiley as a freshman, I met so many, listen, 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 listen. My, it's crazy, it's crazy, as crazy as this sounds, the HBCU, my alma mater that I go to is so hard to sell to other people. And I'll explain why. Unless you are a part of tradition or unless you are a part of speech and debate in high school, there's no reason why my my alma mater would be appealing to you because I'll explain. I went to school with people from Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, El Paso, uh, Baton Rouge, Shreveport, New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Like Louisiana, like California, Northern, Southern, the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tennessee, Memphis, Nashville, Knoxville. You know what I'm saying? Colorado, Denver, Boulder, New York. Harlem, Harlem, Queens, Michigan, Detroit, Flint, like Detroit, Flint, couple motherfuckers from Ohio, one motherfucker from Minnesota, fucking from Minnesota. Um, uh, my president at the time was very good with recruiting, so he was able to, so he was able to garnish so many kids, so many kids my age, which I'm about to get to in a minute, like Trinidad, Venezuela. Couple of people from England, uh, Cuba, Honduras, Mexico, like Mexico, Spanish kids from New Mexico, Arizona, to be on the baseball team, to be on the track team, to be on the soccer team. So many, so many people from many walks of life, like ended up at this, 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 this college with no football team in Marshall, Texas, which has a population. Of what thirty five thousand people, at the most, and that's why I say it's a hard sell, because if you're from Texas, the HBCUs to go to, are Preview and Texas Southern, or period U of H or University of Texas or UT San Antonio or UT El Paso. If you're from Louisiana. The schools to go to is LSU and Xavier and like it's you know what I'm saying? McNeese. Like if academically, like McNeese, like big campuses. 
these like big ass like campuses. Like my 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 mama mother, we don't have a football team. I have a football team, and we're not getting one anytime soon. Team, we're not getting football team anytime soon. We got basketball and the volleyball though. That shit lit. So California, like, how the hell? If you're not a part of speech and debate, how the hell am I supposed to sell somebody from LA on this 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 HBCU and bumfuck nowhere? How? How how do you do it? Which is why. Which is why I'm here. To, which is why I say, like, the which is why I say the majority of people that I went to college with, uh, college with, they didn't choose like the they didn't choose Wally. They ended up there. Wally was the for a lot of people, and I guess now thinking about it, me too was either. The only choice or the last resort? The third strike. Like, while it was, like, your third strike. Like, you get, like, was, like, you on your third strike. You get your third strike, it's, it's done. You know what I'm saying? I I, I went, I was, like, I, my my freshman year, 19 years old, 10 years ago, my first class had uh, 16 people my age, three people, three people, 20, 20 like, that was at least 25. One forty-year-old and three thirty-year-olds, and all of us were freshmen. All of us, every single one of us was freshmen, which is crazy. Which is crazy. I went. I went to school with with people who have told me that they can't go home. They can't go home. Why? Why can't they go home? Because they don't. Because one. They don't like the one. Um, they're they don't see eye to eye with their parents, or two, they don't have a home to go to. And these are motherfuckers from like Chicago, Dallas, like California, like NYC. They don't have. They don't go. They if they go home, if they gotta pay for a round trip ticket. They gotta pay for a round trip ticket back to Marshall, and I mean it when I say it. Marshall is in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. There's beauty in it. There's beauty in it. Like the 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 bigger this, the the more we progress in this podcast, I'm gonna go down. Like I'm 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 gonna make it my business to go to homecoming every year. But the the, the more we progress in this podcast, I'm gonna video my homecoming experience for everybody. But nah, like those people. Like they told, like I was told, like they was like, I don't have, I can't go nowhere. Like this is it. Like this is where I'm going to be until I graduate. This, until I graduate from here, this is where I'm going to be in Marshall, Texas. So whatever I got to do to like not go home, I'm going to do. And literally, no matter how long it took, whether whether it took whether they got there whether it took them four years five six seven sometimes eight to finally graduate get their degree and start their career they was there you know what I'm saying like I know people that came into Wally in 2009 that didn't graduate till 2016 2017 not because of like 
2017, and nobody frowned at that. You know what I'm saying? I learned I learned that mad quick. I learned that mad quick. It's not it's not a winning like it's not you know what I'm saying in college it's not about how long it takes you to finish. The like just finish. And you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying I went there for four and a half because my freshman season I was doing everything but going to class. I was at every party, I was at every function, I was at every event. Carrying my homies out of the motherfucking club, getting in fights, getting in fights, hollering at hoes. Like it was, it was just a whole bunch of getting drunk, vomiting, vomiting and shit. Like not caring, like failing, failing room checks because I'm not caring. And I and then like two semesters later, it took my financial advisor to tell me, tell me if, that if I if I don't pass all my class, at least get a D in all my classes, I'm gonna be on academic suspension. For a year, and that's what straightened me out. That's that's what straightened me out. The, I like literally, I love my grandmother to death, and I only I've only ever wanted my grandmother to see me winning. And when I when I was told that I'd be suspended from school for a year, I I instantly became a big ass pussy, a big ass pussy, because I don't I couldn't I couldn't handle telling my grandmother. That I got suspended from college, and I, I like my mom. I talked to my mom. I told my mom. I said, "I got this. I'm gonna handle this. Don't worry about it." And I did it, and I never looked back. Look back, but that's the journey of being a Wally. You know what I'm saying? I'm a communications major. When I when when I enrolled in Wally, when I went to visit Wally, there was a radio station there. Radio station there. When I enrolled in, when I visited, there was a radio station there. When I enrolled in Wiley, the building that they, the radio station was in, the building was getting rebuilt. It took my whole college tenure to rebuild that building because of, like, you know, a lot of stop starts, stalling, all that other shit. Like, trying to figure out what my, is, that's a whole, no, we, I'm not going to talk about that. Right? That's not my, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not my place. But, so, because the building, was getting rebuilt, the radio station left. So I couldn't, so like there was no like, there was no like job, there was no internship, there was no, so I had to, my whole degree plan, I had to learn via paperwork. And then eventually, eventually I get like my my peoples that I went to college with to explain to everybody, like what we had to do to get activities done on campus. Like the school, the whole school, right? The whole school had three, four cameras, cameras to film stuff. And they used all four of them cameras to film every single thing that went on. So in order to use these cameras, we had to fill out like two forms of paperwork. We had to talk to the president. The president had to approve it. We had to do this do it just for like small events. You know what I'm saying? Then plus my degree field had so many teachers leave, come back, switch out to so many different advisors. It was a whole bunch of shit. It was a whole bunch of shit. It was a whole bunch of shit. Um, bunch of shit. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? I was so burnt out of school. I didn't really think about graduate school. You know, like, I, I was just happy that I was done. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, you know, if God says the same, I, I, I'll, I'll entertain grad school. You know what I'm saying? I'll entertain grad school at some point. But it's like, 
But it's like that's my that was my college experience. Like I don't I and I and I mean this and like I mean this when I say this. I you if 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 you see I'm gonna take like throughout the years to come, I'm gonna take y'all down to Marshall. And I'm during homecoming week. And I'ma film my family that I made down there. And I'ma ask them the question, the same question. I'm asking all of them the same question. Would you ch- I'm asking them, would you change anything about your experience coming down there? Wiley, would you go through it all again? And the majority of them will probably say they wouldn't. They yeah, they go through this all again because it it, it molded people and made people like who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, like some people, like some people, some people would Wiley. Like some people went to Wiley. Like they enrolled at 18 and they didn't get out. They didn't finish. Today was like 25. 25. Not because they were stupid, not because they were dumb. It's because life life happened. Life happens in the middle of all of this, of you being a college student. But but even though life happens, it you never like just it, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It it's never being a wildcat, like is it they they don't give up on you. Especially when they see that you deserve to be a Wildcat. They don't give up on you. And yeah, it would have been cool to go to a... It might have been cool to go to like an HBCU with a football team, with a dance squad, with a band, with a... Yeah, that probably would have been live. You know what I'm saying? But you would have... You know what I'm saying? Probably would have been live. But unless you become famous, but unless like you become superbly famous, like you just be a number. Depends like probably famous or unless you like real tapped into the organization, you just gonna be a number. You just gonna be a number. When whereas being a wildcat, I'm not a part of a fraternity. I'm st- I am family over there. Like I I stepped on campus and everybody was so happy to see me. You know what I'm saying? I sit, I sit on the yard and I looked. I look around, I walk around, I'm talking, I'm shooting the shit, I peep in. Basketball game was at capacity. I couldn't get in. Got me some food. I'm looking around, and I'm just like, I don't regret nothing. I have no regret coming in. There's nothing. I, I do it all over again the same way. There's nothing I wish I should have did. I did everything. I did everything. And I mean it. Like, this shit, you know what I'm saying, this shit, it was it was fun. It was a good time. And the one thing, you know, I did notice, the school did improve. Of course, I went through the student union building. I was so proud of it. I was so proud of it, rebuilt, because I left before it was fully finished. I left, they had the cafeteria done, but they didn't have the bottom half done. So I went down to see the bottom half. There's a new building um, dedicated to my, to, uh, my colleague, my alumni that was there when I was there, my 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 guy Kenny, such a blessing, such a blessing, such a blessing of a person, such a God given person. Always, always, always. Every time I see him, every time I see him, we always we show love to each other. But 
And, I, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of how it looks. I'm proud of what my school looks like. You know what I'm saying? It's presentable. You know what I'm saying? And the one thing that I noticed at homecoming is everybody that was outside or most of the and most of the people that was in the, at the basketball at the alumni basketball at the homecoming game were alumni. Or alumni. And I didn't like that because there's only 500 at max 600 students on campus. Only 600 students on campus. And which brings me back to 10 years ago. Um, I think the president at the time, he was getting his uh, a dormitory and his name built, and he was fixing the student union building. So he did a whole bunch of recruiting in like 2009, starting in 2009. He started 2008. He's after the great, you know, you know, Wally is, um, you know, what I'm saying Wally got put on the map because of the movie The Great Debaters, right? The Great Debaters. Melvin B. Tolson and stuff like that. So that movie gave him a lot of publicity. And our president at the time, he went all across the country and the world promoting the school. And when my freshman class came in in 2012, we broke the enrollment record by leaps and bounds. It was like, like when my freshman class came in, a thousand students, like almost, it was like 980 students worth were fully enrolled at Wiley College. The f- incoming freshman class of 2013 brought in 800 and f- like 900 more. And then the class after that brought in like 800. So we, so we were operating on a yearly basis while I was there with at least, I'm, 1,700 students, 1,700, 2,000 students enrolled on campus. We didn't have room. Like, we didn't have room. Some some people, some seniors, some people had to get apartments in the city. In the city and live in an apartment and become adults real quick because we were overcapacitated. And so when I was a student and homecoming came around, yeah, the alumni, the organizations, the Divine Nine, the elderly people, everybody was outside, but so were we. It wasn't just alumni outside. It was alumni and student body. And student body. And, you know, like, if, if in the near future, you know what I'm saying, as I progress, we progress with this, this show, this... Um, this journey that I'm going on. I want to get with my family that I went there with that still goes down there. I And we I, we got to figure out a way. I don't know. I want to talk to the president like because I, I want to figure out a way to what, what can we do to just increase enrollment? You know what I'm saying? Like increase enrollment. Like I, I, I don't like being like being a wildcat. Like I don't like being a wildcat. Like I, I'm not settling for like like I can't settle for like we gonna get what we gonna get and we gonna do deal what we have. Nah, fam. Like nah, that ain't that ain't true. Nah, like we got the resources and the, like we got enough resources and we got enough good people that's come from here to make this way more appealing than it was ten years ago. Like six hundred students ain't enough for me. I need I need at the minimum I need at least nine hundred students on campus. 
900, 900 of them big ones on campus. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need that shit. I need that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I love that school. You know what I'm saying? It, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily have a home yet. Like my own home. Yeah, my mom is my yeah, I can always I can always be in my mama house if I you know something happened, I can go to my mama house and get myself back together and like go back. You know, Dalton is hard. You know what I'm saying? I have an apartment in Austin. I live with my brother. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's I don't see that as my home. I don't have a home yet. When I go down to Marshall, Texas, this is like this like I don't feel unwanted. I was like, this that's my shit. Like that's that's my hot that's the hot that's the crib. You know what I'm saying? That's the family, that's the memories, that's the you know what I'm saying? I'm shit, I'm shit. My wife might be down there. I need to go back down there every year. Down there every year. I was I was handsome. Oh my goodness. I was that people were so excited to see me. It was crazy. It's not, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not fit. To, I'm not fit to. I'm not just fit to let my alma mater just accept 600 students as a maximum. Nah, nah. We need at least a thousand every year. I need at least a thousand every year. I need at least a thousand every year because that's my home. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my home. You know my 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 children. My my children will go down. My children, if they don't, they don't have to go to school, but they will go down there. They will go down there with me every year for homecoming just to see, you know, just to see what I came from, what I learned about myself while I was down there. And I I, I just, you know, I thank God, I thank God for Wiley. You know what I'm saying? It made me a man. I still had a lot to learn when I got out there, but when I as I've gotten older, I've realized I've I've realized more and more. You know what I'm saying? Why I am the way I am. You know, why I love what I love. And I learned all, I figured that all that out when I was down there. And so now this, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, to all my fellow Wileyites, I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I will make it my business to get more of them on here. Them on here. You know what I'm saying? A goal of mine is to get like faculty and like teachers from the school on there every now and then. It's shit. Even the president, just to talk, just to talk because this is like, I, I'm a part of this forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm a part of this forever and I'll never forget it. Forget it. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, so for everybody, you know, it's homecoming season. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. And I'll see y'all next time. Boom! We out! Go forth inspired with glorious deeds to do. Now I pray. I am out.
Sway in the morning, exclusive on J45. Hey, in my apartment a long time ago, I knew a bad bitch, but she was kinda slow. Still gave it up when it's a few of us. She let me finger fuck her on the school bus. We used to cut school with her run train. She wanna hang with her, we want one thing. Jet pimp trading that dope dog. She choke on it like smoke dog. But whenever I fucked up, I re up. In a dice game, I go see her. She'll give me enough to buy a quarter ounce, then blow a blunt of that reefer. She used to buy a nigga new sneaker. Pay the bill on my beefer. Just so she could pay me for the 69, and I know it's time to go freak her. Then one day I just asked her, why you always getting ass up? I mean, damn, I mean, hoe get paid, all you do is get laid, this shit don't add up. She say, till all I wanna do is feel love, even if I know it ain't real love. Even if I know a nigga only finna hit it, then never call back, I still fuck. And that fucked up, cause she so trill, I need some, she go still. When the trap hot and police ride, nigga, get where we go chill. For about four years, she here, dope, my four pounds till it go down. I remember shouting, she stayed down, I won't say her name, cause she married now. All the niggas try to talk to But when it came to me She had a thing for me When we kicked it She rolled up the weed for me And we both cut class Posts up in the cut Steady watching Just to see if the police coming We got close over time Her and I Right around the time That I first got signed Come to think about it I was about 17 I ain't even have a license Couldn't even drive I was going back and forth With each flight Another show after show Each night She became so suspicious Of these other bitches She go through my phone And we fight Talk about time between the two Wasn't really much more Than we could do Wasn't really much space for us But she stayed down With every tour she see me do, but I guess one night I had a few, huh. one night I had a few, yeah, this little chick that caught my eye, I told her hurry up, meet me at the room, and no, I didn't have a contraceptive, with my common sense neglected, and two months later, next thing I know, I got a text that said I'm pregnant, and you can almost bet she kept it, and that's the reason why you left me, on top of all that, it wasn't even mine, I went and got paternity tested, damn, After school, uh-huh. J305, I gave me high five when I said I'm in high pursuit. You said I won't ride until Kendrick drive a new Monte Carlo that cruise. Uh-huh. And that shot my pride. I tried to improv, but no freestyle I never do. You're looking for the nigga with the tallest fetish. You're overlooking every nigga that ain't quite ready to make it rain on you like I'm about to break a levy. Hold up. That pussy petty Yeah, yo nail did, yo head did Yo cell phone is selfish It only got numbers that come with a hummer Her new prima donna, I smelt it Tried to make you mine oh. Tried to make some time oh. But I ain't got the time or the patience To stop and wait in line oh. Her dreams, hopes, Versace She fought for Armani Only deal with rich niggas Fuck you and Mick Romney I'm grown now, I'm on my own now I'm popping Change my phone now, when I get home now I got eyes Fast forward, wait, is that you? With them big old thighs after school? 
your three kids and three baby daddies in car note. That's overdue. I know. Let's go out.